Welcome to Seen and Heard in Edmonton, the podcast about blogs and podcasts in the capital city of Alberta. I'm your host, Karen Unland, and joining me today in our studio in downtown Edmonton is Jay Renham, the film geek and YouTuber who shares his observations about the movie world via the Jay Renham Show. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Interchange, the co-working space at the Mosaic Centre in South Edmonton. You'll find out more about this creative and inspiring place later in this podcast, and you'll find out how you can go and see it for yourself. All right, Jay, back to you. <laughs> You've been a blogger and a podcaster. Why focus now on being a YouTuber? I, it kind of felt like it was uh, the natural progression, actually. Like you said, I, I kind of started at the Edmontonian and on my own blog doing reviews and random writings, then kind of tried podcasting for a little while with my buddy Jordan there. And, and YouTube just felt like had a little bit of training and editing and I was like you know what this is a new challenge let's try something different let's try something new and put my own little spin on it maybe maybe well you it's unique <laughs> I mean it's got high production values compared to a lot of people who are uh, starting out as youtubers yeah and that's definitely I mean that's one of my goals with it is learning something new so like uh if you watch that first that first horrendous video, you can see the lighting's off, the sound was way too quiet, the, I, even I was like not quite, I, I'd podcasted for a while, so I thought, you know what, I could, I can very easily talk, I can do the, it's very different in front of a camera though, so, <laughs> so I, that was kind of my goal is each video since then was kind of like, okay, this one will nail the lighting, this one, okay, finally I figured out the audio. Okay, and now I'm feeling a little bit better in front of the camera. I'm feeling a little bit looser. And, and yeah, so just slowly working on it. And I kind of feel like it went that way with the, with the blogging, too, and the podcasting, too, is kind of, in, anyway, in my mind, anyways, it was, okay, let's nail this part. Now let's nail this part. Okay, and work your way up. That's like, my, my next goal for the YouTube show is, like, to get a green screen or to get some kind of up the production value even one step more. So. Right. There's green screen at the uh, makerspace yeah. at the library. I've been meaning to try it for yeah. the longest time. I my w one of one of my goals actually is to be able to consistently do it. I'm a big fan of consistency, so I've got a nice space at our newest apartment where I it, it's like all for filming. My, <laughs> wa my wife is she's a very wonderful lady, and she was all for it. She was like, "Yes, we'll use when we get this apartment, we'll use it for this. We'll use it for your show." So I have a nice space where I could. When I buy a green screen or when I figure out how to make one, I'll do it that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so how do you support this methodical method of yours to keep learning? How have you taught yourself each of these things? Well, actually, for the most part, I've, I went to school for it, actually. I did, uh, I took di Nate's digital, what was it, digital design and... I forget the whole name. It, it doesn't exist. <laughs> Look him up on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably on there somewhere. Uh, and we learned editing and we learned a little bit of lighting and stuff. But uh, it also comes through some Google research too, like Googling. There's lots of actually YouTube videos out there of like point your, your, uh, your lighting this way. Make sure you're standing in the front of the camera this way. Aim your camera slightly down a bit at you. Like all sorts of different very easy ways to just Google and say, okay, I, I need to figure out this technical element. So 
here's a video on it. And then what is your process for the content of the video now? Because you kind of got it down to a format. Yeah, especially, for the most part. especially the news. Yeah, the news is pretty down. I mean, for the most part, it's pretty, that's probably the easiest part is just, I would be doing that anyways. I'd be looking for news that interests me that I'll go tweet out or, or stuff I'll share with my friends. Like, hey, did you hear what's his name got cast in Harry Potter or whatever? So that's, that's the easy part for me. That's stuff I'm doing doing no matter what. So I usually try to pick like three to five-ish stories that, I, that I'm like, I definitely have an opinion on this or this was huge on my Twitter feed. Everybody was talking about this on my Twitter feed. So here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. Right. So that's, that's probably the easiest part is just being like, well, what out of the 20 stories I tweeted this week should I talk about? Right. <laughs> right. Do you get press releases and stuff like that now too? Uh, a couple, yeah. There's a uh, entertainment. Is it entertainment one e one? They send me the odd uh, press release. But mostly it's like Twitter where you're yeah, like absolutely. Twitter stuff. and and uh, Reddit actually is a huge one. Uh, stumble upon sometimes they're pretty hit and miss. Or uh, this new one I use called Snapsu. They've kind of got a movie section as well that I kind of pick and choose from too and then as far as your your personality on screen <laughs> that it's like it really comes through like that's, there's a there's oh, a jay run a mess you could say that's jay run a mess and people would know what that means right? <laughs> oh, that's cool that's good <laughs> so, to know <laughs> how's that developed that's just i guess that's just me I, I i maybe it's a little more heightened a little more my wife's always when she's behind the camera directing sometimes she's always like and just a little more animated, like just get a little more. So maybe it's a little more heightened, but for the most part, I bet you my coworkers would tell you, oh, no, that's, that's how Jay normally is. <laughs> uh, uh. Um, how long does one episode take you to put together? Uh, it's getting better. It used to take upwards of six hours-ish. It, it, the filming's super easy. Uh, the editing is where I struggled for a long time just because I hadn't done it in a long time. And uh, I would get very methodical with uh, trying to get, make sure I cut all the little, like, tiny bits of the ums and the, like, some of the videos in, if you go back, they're like, like, chop every five seconds. You can just see it like, hi, I'm Jay Bunting. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. So I've, I've gotten better that way. But now I'd say uh, I can do it in an evening, so about three to four hours. I can film edit, put it up on YouTube and kind of have it on my site and a couple of the other sharing sites in like, yeah, three to four hours. Have you noticed that certain topics get more traction than others? Uh, yeah, actually. I find actually maybe it's just because my Twitter is so Edmonton heavy that Edmonton topics seem to get a lot of traction as well as uh, maybe it's just where I'm posting them, but uh, the superhero stuff seems to get a decent amount of traction, but I've noticed if I lead with an Edmonton story or if I put Edmonton in any kind of which way it seems to to rise above the rest, hits-wise anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, more it's interesting. Edmonton. I yeah. like that. Like, I, I uh, two weeks ago, I put a Daryl Cates, and I, like I said in the video, I don't, normally wouldn't talk about that kind of stuff, but I just wanted to, like, here, let's see what, and it totally did. It got... More hits than most of, the, most of my videos. So I was like, well, all right, well, yeah. more Edmonton stuff. <laughs> so. And you did a funny thing at the Edmonton Expo, too. Yeah, that, that's actually one of my most popular videos is the Edmonton Expo one. 
which was uh, which was a lot of fun and actually taught me too that I tried to do something semi similar when I went to the Calgary Expo and kind of taught me about not duplicating your content and not trying to do the same thing too much because the Calgary one didn't do as well as the Edmonton one and again maybe that's just because my Twitter feed is very Edmonton heavy. And that's your channel for reaching your Yeah, for, for the, the most, most part. part. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, uh, I do have a semi-decent amount of YouTube subscribers. And I do put it up on, like I said, like Reddit and Snapzoo and wherever I can find a place to put it. But for the most part, yeah, I'm two or three times a day. On the, on the Friday, I put it out. And then once or twice a week uh, after it comes out on my Twitter. So, right. yeah. Does it spread through Tumblr at all? Because it lives on Tumblr, right? Yeah, that's that's my very easy put up a website. I should actually, because that's what I do for a living. I should actually <laughs> build a website, but but it was a, we used Tumblr for uh, for the old podcast, so that was just kind of an easy extension. To just well, I'll just make another Tumblr and put up the videos. Uh, but actually, not really. Depends depends who uh, likes it and or reblogs it. If somebody reblogs it, uh, actually I reblogged my own on my own Tumblr one time and it kind of spiked up a little bit. But Tumblr, I find, I don't know if they just, if that's not the place for video content or mm -hmm. if I just don't have the amount of followers on Tumblr, but not really. No. And then you get um, sort of rebroadcast on the Variant Edition mm -hmm. website. Yeah, too. those guys, I love those guys. Yeah. They're fantastic. And that definitely... It definitely helps, and I think that helps with the Edmonton stuff too, because they're obviously very local. Being a comic store, in, yeah, in that Edmonton, too, and that yeah. might again when I said the superhero stuff too, I think that might help there too, because yeah. superheroes and comics go together like peanut butter and jam. So. <laughs> you mentioned um, lessons that the, the that the Jay Renum show has taught you. What else have you learned from doing it? Uh, I always tell people that it's helped me become a much more confident uh, speaker, like in meetings and in, and in just like day-to-day -day life, I feel much more confident uh, doing any kind of public speaking, which is definitely a bonus. That definitely helps a lot. For sure, yeah. Uh, that's going to come in handy. Yeah, and it, it kind of helps with um, like going back to editing. Like I said, I didn't edit for a long time, at least not video for a long time, and you kind of get back into that groove of editing video. It's a different beast than editing podcasts, or at least the podcasts I did anyways, where we just talked and talked and talked. <laughs> <laughs> if you could make this or something like it your job, would you want to? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. I, um, I've listened to the episodes before, and I've hear, heard both sides of the story, and I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I mean, of course, it'd be great. Like, it'd be super fun to get paid to put up YouTube videos. That would, be, that would be ultimate. I think everybody wants to, anybody who's on social media of any kind wants to get paid to do it. But I've also been on that side where I've done, not for myself obviously, but for other stuff where I've done social media for pay. And it kind of loses that shine a little bit, right? And, and with my videos, I could very easily just be like, like last week I was like, well, I'll talk about Daryl Cates. Who gives a crap? That's, that's fun to talk about that. Uh, I feel like if somebody was paying me, they might be like, that's not really on brand. Maybe right. we should talk about superheroes this right. week. <laughs> so I, I would hate to have to have those conversations all the time where I'd be like, no, I'm just, I'm interested in Daryl Cates this week. I want to talk about that and have to argue my position. Now I'd just be like, all right, let's, let's talk about Deadpool and Daryl Cates. Why not? 
Have so. you done any sponsored content or things uh, like that? Kind of, sort of. Last year with Netflix, they they were paying – well, not paying me. They were giving me free Netflix, basically, just to – just to at least, I think it was every six months or something like that, or every three months to put out one of my Netflix videos, which I was doing already. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. free Netflix, <laughs> let's do it. But, but that's the closest I've ever come to real sponsorship, really. Another of your superpowers is dropping appropriate gifts at <laughs> the right time on Twitter, I would say. So how do you pull that off? A lot of uh, Google Foo and <laughs> a couple of websites that I'm particularly fond of, and actually just my own collection too. I have a nice a folder on my work laptop that's probably way bigger than it should be, full of gifts. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to give away too many of my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find yourself seeing your seeing the world through the lens of what gives? <laughs> Sometimes, I've, I uh, yeah, I've done that to my uh, friends uh, James Leesk actually and my wife a couple of times. Where I've been like, oh, this reminds me of that gift, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> don't don't even go there. I like it when you do it to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of the things you've been a big supporter of in your various incarnations is Pride of the Northside basketball tournament. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. And I think if we, all goes well, this op, this episode will drop before the end of the tournament. So oh, yeah. what's caught your imagination about that? Uh, actually, Andrew has kind of weirdly I, been in my life's not the right, right term, but when I was uh, a kid way back in Whitecourt, the only kind of uh, – thing we had for basketball was there was a slam magazine that came out at the local 7-eleven every i think it's every month or so uh and once uh chris o'leary mm-hmm. uh, had written a little write-up on andrew was doing really really well for the for the bears and was kind of maybe almost on his way to professional which he did eventually play professional and that was like my first oh my goodness somebody from alberta somebody from edmonton has uh has, is in my magazine that I read, is in my basketball magazine. So that's where I first heard of Andrew. And then uh, I don't remember how, I, I think I found him on Twitter or uh, maybe I found Chris O'Leary and then he started talking about the tournament and it just kind of snowballed from there. I said, oh, one of these days we should get together to do a video and like, yeah, just totally snowballed from there. And yeah, now I'm just, anytime he's doing the tournament, I immediately I'm like, yeah, yeah, go, let's, Let's do something. Unfortunately, it didn't work out this year, but last year was was really fun. We got to actually go out to the courts, did an interview with him, did an interview with Chris, and it was very, like, surreal for me to be like, I read, <laughs> this is what I read when I was a kid, and now I'm talking to the actual people, so it was cool. I just have to explain to the listeners what it's like to grow up in White Court or, <laughs> oh, okay. or, or Edson, which yeah. is where I grew up. Like, yeah. you're really far away oh, from absolutely. a lot of cool things, right? Yeah, yeah. No offense, Edson and White Court. Yeah. You gave us a good start, but... Always bugging people to drive us to Edmonton. We could go to Edmonton to see the mall, yeah. and now, uh, yeah, it's the mall, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so... Andrew's last name is Parker. Parker. And yeah. so Andrew Parker puts on this basketball tournament, raises money and awareness. Absolutely. And for uh, the Stoller Kids Foundation, for kids sport, uh, dunk on disease as well. And I think there's one more foundation. But it's, uh, it's a four-on-four four tournament, uh, mostly kids, I believe. There's some older four-on-four uh, as well. But it's all about raising money for uh, the kids and all about raising money for 
kids who can't afford to play basketball in the city or can't afford to play sports in the city. And it's a great cause. And Andrew's a super great guy. He's, he's got one of those infectious smiles and laughs and is always willing to tell a story of any kind. I, I can't remember. Oh, he was talking about, uh, he was talking about how he liked my shoes. (laughs) And then he was telling me about all the other people he knew who had great shoe collections in the city. And I'm going, other people buy shoes in this city. Oh, right. So he's, he's awesome. So you love basketball so much. Have you ever wanted to do something on the internet about basketball? Yeah, and uh, actually, uh, Chris O'Leary and I, uh, we did, when I first started the J-Rom show and still wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with it, we did a nice, uh, like, uh, preseason, our predictions of the NBA that year. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, And we've always, we keep every once in a while being like, you know, we should. And (laughs) so maybe one of these days it'll happen again, maybe. But... I don't know. I don't. I feel like there's not a huge uh, basketball fans, but everyone every once in a while I turn around and there's Raptor fan at the bar, or there's somebody on Twitter who's like, "Oh, did you watch the game last night?" So maybe I don't know. The people who like basketball seem to like it a great deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's next for the Jay Runham show? What would you like to do with it? Uh, I don't know. I've been I've been kind of like I said focusing on the technical side of stuff and moving away actually from the critical side of stuff. I used to do lots of movie critiques and you should or should not go see this show. And I've kind of moved away from that as well. Maybe more like video essays. That's kind of been something that's kind of picked up lately. And I do have opinions on lots of different things, especially in Hollywood and especially with Edmonton film industry. So probably video essays, maybe long, more longer form videos. I've kind of kept my videos to like the one to three minute range and maybe i'll try something a little bit a little bit more meatier maybe <laughs> i will watch every minute <laughs> no <laughs> we'll take a break and when we come back we'll hear what local blogs podcasts and or youtube channels that jay enjoys seen and heard in edmonton is brought to you by interchange a different kind of co-working space at the mosaic center in south edmonton here you're gonna get everything from like a you know like a solar panel consultant to like um, you know a human rights lawyer. That's Jason Beckdash. He's the managing partner at Transparency. Yeah, Transparency is an employer branding and recruitment marketing company. For Jason, Interchange isn't just a place to set up your laptop. I want to call it a greater good, I guess. I mean, we call them interchangers or like changers for a reason. It's because they're really sort of trying to change a mindset or, or they're trying to change a perspective. You can see this creative, unique space for yourself. There's somebody who actually like wants to make the world a little bit better. Even if it's in a small sort of incremental step, then this is the place for them for sure. If that's you, book a tour online at mosaicinterchange.ca. Okay, Jay, what local independent media do you like to consume? All right, I, th- I think we talked about them earlier. So the Variant Edition, they have that Yeggs and Bacon. I never miss that show. Right. I, it's it's a pretty new show, but they talk about same, similar stuff that I like to talk, to talk about anyways. They talk about uh, comic book movie news, comic book news, uh, as well as a variety of issues and stuff that I, I, I'm just not privy to that, a lot of that world, so I get my information that way. It's an interesting um, experiment in content marketing for a store, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, Brandon yeah. Schatz and Danica LeBlanc, who own Variant mm-hmm. Edition, yeah. they're doing their own podcast yeah. about 
uh, the things that come into the store. Yeah, yeah. And and they're both very knowledgeable, too. So it's, uh, I never, like I said, never miss it. Uh, As well as Brandon and James Leesk's podcast, The Comics. I never miss that one, but mostly to see if James will insult me or not. (laughs) (laughs) Because he does do that every once in a while. Uh, and they as well they as well are very in tune to the comics industry and what's going on with the comics industry as well as uh the TV industry which again I'm not a very privy to that world I'm usually focused on movies so uh, I get a lot of my information that way and too so right. that yeah podcast comics uh Yeggs and Bacon oh and then on the YouTube side um the Tech Geek Gamers hmm. they're local they do um lots of like uh, they call them Let's Plays, so they'll play a video game through while kind of commentating on why they just died or what they're doing or some funny anecdotes about the game, as well as board games. They invited me over one time to play. Uh, what game did we play? I can't. You'll have to look it up because I can't <laughs> remember what game it was. But, uh, but, yeah, they do all sorts of different board games uh, as well as tech news, uh, tech discussions, video game discussions, the news and and different events within the tech world. So they're kind of all over the place. And they're very, very consistent in the amount of programming they do. They, I think sometimes they do up to three videos a week almost. Wow. So, yeah, they're, they're producing content like crazy, which is very, very cool. This whole world of watch me play a game yeah. is so interesting. But my, my son, who's 10, mm-hmm. he, he watches that all the time. Oh, absolutely. Just... I have a lot of coworkers who are into it, too, of watching somebody else play the video game. I... I agree. I don't personally understand. I'd I'd rather go play the game myself, but I do kind of get the like the funny comedian side of it of kind of making fun of the game or so. And the techie gamer guys do a great job of making uh, even some of the more boring games really really funny because they'll they'll lose in funny ways or they'll be talking about yeah all sorts of different comedic effects to it. So all right. Uh, and then my last one is. Uh, Danielle, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. I, I watched her video like three or four times today to be like, this is how you say it. And I still, uh, Daniela Andrandre, Daniela Andrandre, she's a, a singer, a YouTube singer. She okay. has her, an album coming out, but for the most part, she was doing uh, covers. So she has a really, really popular video. Uh, she did a cover of Gnarls Barkley's Crazy, which I think was on Suits or something like that. And she's a local Edmonton uh, singer and a wonderful singer. That's the kind of music I like anyways. So the fact that she's from Edmonton and on YouTube is just like extra bonus gravy. So, yeah. so I would highly recommend people checking her out for sure. How do you spell her last name? Uh, A-N-D-R-A-D-E. Hey, I have one more question about YouTube. Yeah. So no, YouTube is notorious for the comment section being mean. Have mm-hmm. people been mean to you? Like, do you have to deal with that? Definitely. Yes, yeah. definitely I have to deal with that. And I'm I'm not the, well, what's a good way? I'm not the most beautiful person in the world. <laughs> so I get the odd, somebody call, called me scraggly looking one time. And I, so you get the odd, like, weird comments about your looks, which don't really bother me. But obviously, I'm going to go in through and delete them. Uh, and for a long time, uh, I just didn't even bother enabling the comments. Like, I just put up my videos, which definitely doesn't encourage discussion. So about six months ago, maybe a year ago, I decided, well, you know what, I'm going to turn them on. And for the most part, they've been good on YouTube. It's been the other places, the Reddits and the Snapsies, where it's been 
interesting to say the least. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much, but. The good always the bad on that? Yeah. Yeah. The good and the, like, my Twitter, I wouldn't say my community, but the Twitter community, the local, anyways, they're very good about uh, positive reinforcement, I guess is the word. They're, there's lots of cool people that, if, if they see that kind of thing going on, they'll either stand up for you or they'll on Twitter somewhere else, they'll be like, eh, don't worry about those guys. Right. Let's just, t- I liked this story and I maybe didn't like that story. So, like, <laughs> that's the stuff they're worried about. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you again for visiting me today. Be sure to visit Jay's home on the internet at jrunham.com. That's J-A-Y-R-U-N-H-A-M. And his YouTube channel is Jay Runham. And you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Jay Runham. You got your name everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Well it's, it's a pretty easy name yeah. to get. <laughs> uh, links to Jay's stuff and recommendations that he made will be in the show notes at seenandheardyegg.com. And you su- can subscribe to my newsletter there at seenandheardyegg.com. Also, you can subscribe to this podcast um, there. The, the link to iTunes is there. Um, On the newsletter, you'll get a heads up for when the next podcast is ready, and you'll catch my weekly roundup of great blogs and podcasts in Edmonton every Monday. Jay's been with me since the beginning, and he has yet to unsubscribe. It's true. So that is a good uh, vote of confidence, I'd say. Absolutely. (laughs) I'll be with you, uh, back with you in a week. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 